Check, check, check. Cool. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? The Vinny Rock Podcast. Uh, just going to do a fun podcast with my boy Banks here. Um, shit, Johnny's in the room, obviously. You're not going to be able to hear him because he's not on a microphone. He's just here for the free lunch. He's just <laughs> he's here for the free lunch. <laughs> I brought I brought carnitas and he ate it and you smelled it. Yeah, he, and <laughs> I just smelled it because I'm trying to... I, I've been eating and throwing up. It's my new workout plan. On that plan. new year, new you plan. The most, dad, the most dad bod for life, bro. I'm committed. No, dad bod for life. Dude. It's like embarrassing to post that you're trying to lose weight again because everyone's like, oh yeah, everyone is New Year's. Right. <laughs> like I'm always, I'm all day, every day, all year long trying to fucking lose weight. And I'm just like, I commit one day and then I give up the next day. I can't 30. because there's Mexican food on like every other street corner in this town and people it's good. People don't really realize that there's, there's good food in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Good Mexican food, bro. It's good all, it, but it's food. like one family. Do you know the history of that? Like the Betos, no. Rancheritos, Gualbertos. It's all the same family, and they had, they get in a fight, and like the cousin leaves and goes and starts a new restaurant. It's genius. And then somebody gets in a fight, and then they go and start to sell. It's all, but it's all really good food. It's all like the same grandma's recipes. They're they're good. It's really good. It's good food. I like it. I like a. There's there's one over there by the barbershop that we go to all the time too. It's pretty good. Who the fuck are my sponsors? <laughs> Don't mess with the I, money. I know the sponsors, man. Focus. I just, I just want to make sure that I'm I'm not missing. You know what I mean? Because I always feel bad when I miss. But uh. Oh, so, so you want to uh, tag it at the end? Yeah, we let's hit, let's hit it at the end because because right. because uh, you know, well, obviously we got um yeah let's just do it at the end because I'm not gonna worry about it, dude. I'll, I'll I'll fill it in the beginning or the end, whatever. We'll figure it out. But um, <laughs> <laughs> just cut and paste. I got a, I got, a, I got a couple of new sponsors. Cut you know those those uh those Wooby jackets I'm wearing? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, that, that guy's he's sponsored. He's nice. sponsored. Yo. What's up? You like those? Let's go. Right. Huh? Yo, I'm just gonna come steal your shit out of your closet, bro. We're the same size, dude. <laughs> I, I order, so I ordered the three XL. I ordered the three XL, and it fits freaking awesome. And, and it's a, a per- perseverance survival, perseverance underscore survival. But um, when you get skinny and that don't fit you anymore, just remember <laughs> I'm gonna be the same size, bro, dude. I, I wore that. Remember, did you see when I did the book? I was trying to promote uh-huh. the book. And, and everybody like, kept asking about the hoodie. I was like, dude, where'd you get the whoopie? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm talking about a book. I, I'm released a book, assholes. Everyone's talking about it. That shit was fucking hilarious. But They're like, no, you got a whoopie hoodie, bro. What yeah, about that whoopie? The sweater. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the hoodie's tight, though. But um, yeah, man, no, I want to call you on here because obviously we got a couple things to talk about. The, the vacation is done. Right. It's time to get back to work. I, need bro, to I took a, a long vacation. Bro, so I did reset. I. It was so nice. I took the longest vacation I've taken in years, dude. Like people were calling and texting. I wasn't replying. <laughs> I went to Florida for three weeks and then I went on vacation on my vacation. What'd you do? So we went down and stayed with my in-laws in Sarasota and then my wife and her best girlfriend, yeah. that, uh, they've known each other since high school, decided that we were going to go on a cruise. Who's in Florida? Is that just her? Is that why you guys went? That's what my wife's family, my wife grew up in Florida. Okay, cool. So her parents still live there. Like all her girlfriends from school are all still down there. Yeah. So she decided we were going to go on a four day cruise on vacation while I was on vacation. <laughs> so, so I went down and spent like two weeks at the grandma and grandpa's bed and breakfast yeah. with my father-in-law cooking. And then we're like, all right, y'all are watching the kids. And we drove to Miami and hopped on a cruise ship for four days. Dude, how do you like cruise and ships? And then came back. Uh, Interesting. Right, I like them. I don't love them. Really, they're fun. I like them, but I don't love them. I'd rather go to like an all inclusive. 
than yeah. go, to, go on a cruise ship. I, I feel can. like on a cruise ship, the two things I don't like is they nickel and dime you out. Yep, dude. Because everything's an upsell or an upcharge on the yeah. on the cruise. Everything's an additional yeah. cost. And, and it's then, easy to purge with that damn card. You right? Just, <laughs> exactly. And then the other thing I don't like is I always feel like you're you're hurried and you're rushed to get somewhere. You got to be off the boat by like eight o'clock. You got to be back on by like four o'clock. Yeah. And I don't like that being herded around like a cat. Like with an all-inclusive all resort, you can just go where you want. You can do what you want at whatever pace you want. It's, it's the best. I got to check When we out. went to Jamaica, we went to an all-inclusive a couple years ago. It's the best. That's dope, dude. I did. We did uh, San Antonio, Texas. My wife's family's all out there. And then we did... Um, uh, Bear Lake. Oh yeah, just, I saw the pictures of yeah, that. We just wanted to just get Everybody, away. You know, Bear Lake's a summer resort, right? Yeah, you every, know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was like, <laughs> you like doubled the population of Bear Lake in the winter time with your family oh, being up there. That's so bad. <laughs> Dude, that's what. Like, like I wasn't going to be with people. I was, going, <laughs> I was going there to be with my family and nothing else. Like, well, we, it's good because there's nothing else there. It was perfect. Like, I dude. hope you filled up the tank in Logan because there's not the gas dude, station probably wasn't even. It open. was. It was dope. It was. It was. It was super empty. There was like one restaurant open. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, all we did was veg, dude. We didn't do nothing. Like I swear, like you know, like Happy New Year's fucking text message I got and I didn't reply to anyone. I was good just for like, because it was just like, dude, fuck off. I want to. Sh- I, I need to shut everything off for yeah. a while, man. Now we're back. And uh, do you hear the news? You heard the news about the show? I did hear the news about the show. Dude, I got... The, I, when did you find out? Probably a day... I, 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 it was hinted to me, and then I got the call the day before mm-hmm. I posted. Okay. And, um, so it's still real fresh, though. Yeah, and, and the show necessarily didn't get canceled. What it is, they're not going to re-up it for season two. Right. They're, they're going to air it in, in UK. They're changing the name to Smoking Guns because, um, you know, in America it was... Frowned upon to use that name. Okay. And um, we'll see what happens from there. I mean, there's no guarantee. I guess there's a small, small chance that UK says, fuck yeah, let's do it again. But I'm already like on to the next project, man. Right. You know what I mean? We worked our ass off for two years. A little bit of a heartbreaker to see all that hard work kind of kind of get pushed wayside. I felt like we didn't get the support we thought we were going to get. You it know? kind of felt like from where I sat and you and I talking about it, it felt like they did a gun show so that they could say they tried to do a gun show and then they didn't really want to do a gun show. It's hard to say. You know, man, that's like, kind of like the vibe that I got because the network didn't really support it or jump behind it. Like the promotion from mm-hmm. the guys inside the community, yeah. I felt was great. Yeah, but yeah. the promotion from like the network didn't match the effort that everybody else was putting in. Yeah, it, was, it was interesting. I think what I think personally is it's a hard subject to, to back in this time right now where we're at, like in like the controversy behind guns and having a gun show, right. it's hard for any major network to support the reality version of that, the reality TV of that. So, and again. But that, it wasn't about that. Like it, wasn't. It, was, it was a gun show, but it was, it was a relationship show. Yeah. All the guys in the shop and all the stuff. And I don't know where the hell you found that BMW motorcycle at. Dude, dope, right? That, that and the bazooka were my two favorite things that you guys <laughs> really? did on the, the show. Bazooka. Yeah, the bazooka. Just because like. Who has a bazooka? Who could just build a like uh, well, all, all, the, all that all, all the other stuff? Yeah, all, all the other stuff. Like, okay, I've seen and or shot a lot of well, that the stuff, but like a bazooka, I'm not gonna get my hands on a bazooka. Well, it's not really. It wasn't <laughs> even really a bazooka. I right. wish I wish I could have made a bazooka. You know what I mean? All it was was really like a front it's like loaded a big potato gun. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> basically what it's it was. What it was but was. still, it was. It was. But it was cool, man. You know, I, I wish I wish it did better. But you know, I guess. 
I don't know. It was a heartbreaker for me, but um, you know what you've done that I've never done? What? Make a fucking TV show. Yeah, so I know. You, you got yeah. you got good problems. Yeah. Well, dude, it, it's 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 motivated me to think of some other options, and and uh, I actually came up with this really cool option, a really cool show that I'm going to try and film the pilot at the barbershop. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I'm actually getting all the scripts, and me and my buddy are putting it together now. And then I'm actually going to try and audition for an actor. I need one like stupid, funny actor who's going to help me kind of go, go back and forth on this show. Right. And, um, that's probably the next project outside of going for auditions, man. I'm going to LA and going to go hit some auditions and actually try and get some other acting gigs before Mayans starts. Before Mayans picks back up again. And I'm hoping as fuck, I'm hoping like a motherfucker that one, I fucking ride that one till the wheels falls off. No, dude. That one's not going anywhere though. That's <laughs> legit. Well, I don't know if I am. We, 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 we well, have the, fingers crossed that my character li- the, lives a long time. The, the, you're going to live through at least another season because I haven't told your story yet. I hope. I hope. You know what I mean? I hope. Or they're going to kill you off in the first episode <laughs> and go and go another direction. <laughs> you're either you're either in for at least one more, or they got to keep you around long enough to tell your story. No joke. You know? <laughs> no joke, man. The entertainment world, dude, is a, is. Uh, is a tough one, dude. It's actually had me questioning whether I should go back to law enforcement. I think I'm too far in the hole now. I'm too far into acting now. It's like I can't. I got to stay all in. You're you're committed, bro. Committed. Too late. Fucking a. You're too brown to be in a police here, though. And too many tattoos too. I think. <laughs> Way too many tattoos. Way too, too, many, many, tattoos. Yeah, too many visual tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. They, they. You're committed to the life now. That's it. You got them where they that show. Or I need to join a real motorcycle gang. <laughs> I, let me see. Hang on. Let me see. How is Will done, by the way, on your... Oh, my God. On your, so, on your new tattoos. So, so I'm going to show you. Stand up here. Let me see. Because I know you've done a... Oh. So, I actually, so he's got, what, like a couple of sessions in on the calendar? Yeah. On the, yeah. And we got another session Thursday. I mean, we probably have a total of eight sessions to do. And they're, they're compartment, like one part, one part, one section part. Section by section. Yeah. And so we're pretty much doing a cover up on my belly with Will at the barbershop. You guys listening? And uh, we're putting pretty much the Mayan calendar on my stomach. And, it looks and dope. right, well, currently it's 3D, so I'm trying to make it so it's not so 3D because uh-huh. it's I don't want it popping out so much my belly. <laughs> 40 is it 40? The, the tattoo adds 15 pounds. There you go. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's in 4x. What is it? Fucking 4, 4K. 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 <laughs> Husky sizes. Oh fuck, man. That's another thing I'm trying to do is fucking. I would like to not look so fucking fat on uh on film. See, I, the thing is, like, I feel, you don't look fat. I feel like I do. Nah. I, maybe I just see, I, I just, we're all worst critics, I guess, but. Yeah. Fuck, you, you see all the worst parts of yourself. You look like the biggest son of a bitch on set is what you look like. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, you ain't so big to me. No, but, I'm not. Like, you, not, in you this look, room, I'm not a big guy. <laughs> you look like, on the show, you look like the dude that's the enforcer. Yeah. Like, you don't, it doesn't look like, oh, that's just like the token fat guy. Like, you look like the biggest, like, <laughs> look, how, you know, look like you're eating the most at the dinner table. You don't look like a dude that's killing tacos. You look like a dude that's like killing weight. I like on that. The show, you I know? like that. I like that. Even though we know the truth. We know the truth. It's not. <laughs> I just wear a really big shirt and covers it all. <laughs> Flannel is very slimming. Uh, well, dude, so you got a chance to read the book. Yeah. And you hit me up on the. Um, I read it while I was on vacation. I read two books while I was on vacation. I read yours first. Yeah. And then I read uh, the David and Goliath book. Oh, how's that? It's incredible. To really? read them both back to back was yeah. great because like your book, I loved it because like, and I put, I did a review on Amazon for it too. Oh, did you? And I, I put it on there. Um, there's nothing when I read it that was like this big revelation. Yeah. There was no big aha thing yeah. to it. The biggest thing to me was that it read like a front room conversation with a friend. Yeah. When I read the book and and the way it's written and, you know, I can hear your voice yeah. as you tell the jokes and tell the stories in it. Cause you know, obviously I have a relationship with you, but 
just the writing style in it, it's very casual and it's very approachable. Yeah. And it read just like your friends sitting on the front porch. That's having how Having a talk. And, uh, it's funny, man. And they, it was very matter of fact and honest that yeah. way. Like it, it reads, it's a very easy read that way. The reason I ended up like even wrote the book is because uh, I was doing public speaking and I felt like I wanted to leave them with more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like get more in depth into what I was trying to tell them. Right. And so, so I just have a book. So now I have that book forever and I could just do that for it. But it was written like originally, you know, you can you can get someone to help ghostwrite. You can do all this stuff, but like I didn't want to do that. I wanted to actually do the work. Right. You know what I mean? I, when you could tell, it wasn't like a professional writer. Even going from yeah, like yeah. Jocko writing the foreword, yeah. and the way he talks, and you know, Jocko's very brooding, yeah. and, uh, and he's very gruff like that. And you could you could tell in the foreword as soon as it switches to you telling the stories. Yeah. It's a completely different person, and it's obvious it's you know, a different and I, person. I didn't realize that how much dyslexia affects my writing. I didn't until the editor's like, hey. Uh, like all the edits, I was like, I was getting fucking pissed. I was uh-huh. like, that looks normal as fuck to me. And she goes, right. well, it reads wrong for everyone else. Well, like, and they, okay. in the in the preface of the book, they even yeah. made the comment to, yeah, it, she you know, to try that. and keep it as honest as she could. Yeah, she tried to keep it as original as possible. There's some things that were just fucking, all right, no one's going to understand what the hell that meant. I'm like, okay, well, fuck it, fix it. <laughs> <laughs> were you like one of those like spell check doesn't even know what the hell to it do with All it. the time. Spell check never knows what the fuck I'm writing, dude. It's the hardest thing, man. But, but uh. Yeah, yeah. When I text, I sometimes all confusing. Like what purple monkey Wolverine? What is he talking about? <laughs> but um, my favorite, my favorite um, chapter was easily balanced. You know, and that's oh. probably, that's something I speak on. And you said that you really like that, that was chapter. the one that hit the closest to me. It was the one I related to the most. What was um, it? any of the story? Well, it, the you you talked about being away. I think it was specifically when you were out on border patrol. Yeah. And you know, you were like, I felt like I was doing all the right things, sending money to the family and all of these things. And then you, you would come home and you'd realize it wasn't the money. Yeah. It wasn't providing for the, it was being present for them. Yeah. That mattered that like, they didn't care about how much money was coming in. It was you being there. And I think it was, it was, was it a Christmas? I forget in the book. It's, it's, you know, my daughter's birthday. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 And she was talking about, you know, having you there and you know, it's crazy and dude. having the balance between whatever it is that we're doing and yeah. what, and what's important. Right. Exactly. You know? And like for guys like me and you, like family's important family, right. like, like top of the list kids, oh, like everyone in this room, kids are the most important. <laughs> it just got so real. For yeah. Johnny. Just Johnny, 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 Johnny's going to be having his first kid here in the next nine months or so. Yeah. We'll have fun on Friday. That's good. <laughs> but um, that's the thing, man, was was I didn't realize what was important. Like, I knew what was important, but I also was, was uh, I felt like the money thing was so important. And when I started kind of getting conflicted with myself and what is important, family or, or work, that's that one mission right. where they made that movie, Escape from whatever, the prison one. Remember the two prison, Escape Prisoners? The prison. Uh, In New York? Yeah. You know, that was the mission I was on. Oh yeah, you reference yeah. that in the book. That, yeah, yeah, dude. So, so that was the thing is we did seven days, um, and we hit. It was considered a dry hole for us at that point. At that mm-hmm. point, we had no further intel, and and it was like, all right, we we're not sure if we're going to stick around or not. We're waiting for more intel so we can do a follow on mission. We already did air assaults onto freaking to all the locations that they were just before. And as it comes closer to my daughter's birthday, my daughter was having to leave. And I, and I had to sit there and kind of remember all this. Like, why did I even have to head home so early? Because the dates, uh-huh. my daughter, school was ending. And my daughter was taken off for the summer with her mom. 
And so I had to have her birthday party at a certain date or else I was going to miss her birthday. And I want to have my kids' birthday parties at my house while, you know, while I have them. Uh-huh. And so I asked my supervisor, I said, hey, do you mind if I head home for two days, do this birthday party, and if we have more work, I'll fly back. Right. And he said, go for it. And so we booked a flight. I flew in, did her birthday party. Did, did, setting up her birthday party, I got the call. I'm also was the guy that was for the res- response for traumatic events. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy who was trained for like, hey, buddy, talk to me. What's going on? And my buddy goes, hey. And he tells me, just giving you a heads up, man. I took the shot. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> and the hardest part about that, it's my ranger buddy. Um, he was a, he was a ranger buddy at, bat, at second bat- battalion. He was part of the Jessica Lynch rescues. Everything. This guy's been a really successful and, and solid, solid person. And for him to take a shot, I was like, oh, of course, this guy's a stud. Great job. But knowing my position in the team, I'm usually up there with him. And it bothered me, dude, that me as the medic and also the trusted shooter, right, guy with combat experience who who should be in a position like there and would be. I feel would be just as successful as he was. I wasn't there to like be. If you there. weren't on the trigger, you were going to be on glass right next to him. Right. And so that's the thing that kills me is that I was, I missed it and it ate me See, alive. That's the thing with, with balance and why it got me though. Cause like, and you said it in the book, you know what you were good at. Yeah. You, you were good at being a ranger. Right. You were good at being a border patrol agent. You were good at, at all of you. You operate really well in that environment. But is that what, is important right is that what your calling in life is you know like what's the mark twain quote you know the two most important days in your life or you know the 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 day you were born and the reason you find out why yeah yeah thank you you know so you and know that, and that was it dude it was crazy you man. realize that your family is why that, yeah that you know like i there's a lot of stuff that i mean bullshitting is is my profession right you know i'm on the radio it's what i do you yeah. know that and it, that's really the only way to put, I have no other marketable skill beyond being a smart ass, but I found a way to get paid for it, it's a, yeah, you know, it's, it's, and, it's, and I've been able to make a career out of it. And there's a lot of different things I could do to chase that success yeah. farther and farther up the ladder. And there's a, a couple of opportunities that I've said no to yeah. because of what it would, yeah, cause the it, toll it would take on my family, right? you right. know, the, the time away and. I'm just not willing to do that anymore. That's the thing. Like, so right now, because the show got canceled, or not canceled, the show's like getting a second season, that's that's a significant amount of potential money that I have to try and bring in now. Right. I have to fill that gap. And people are like, hey, dude, move, move, just move it to L.A. or get to L.A. so you can get auditions. I'm like, fuck no. Fuck no. But like, do they realize, like, yeah, just move to L.A. and yeah. what? Live in like a 400 square foot yeah, apartment with your kids, whole family? Uproot the kids who are comfortable right now, who are doing good in sports. It's just, so it's cheaper to like commute in and out and live it. here than it is to be in other than being in L.A. so that they could call you and say, yo, I've got an audition for you this afternoon at 4 right. be there. You know, and to me, it's not that important. I, I can find work. I got, I got all the other hustles. But you got, a, you got a good neighborhood. Right. Your kids are in good schools. Right. They're in good programs. Like yeah. they're just getting settled in here now. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what's important. You know, right. the rest of the exactly. stuff will work. I mean, well, dude, there's so many Hollywood types that live here in Utah anyway. Yeah. I think Post Malone's buying a house here now. He already did. Did, yeah, did he? He already did. I know he has a he had a spot up in Morgan that he was staying at. Yeah. So That's he really of, likes it here. I know. Um, there's several big actors that are out here. There's so many, so many to, yeah. to even mention. Like, yeah, this. and especially now that you you got you know the Sundance Film Festival's coming up. There's a lot of opportunities of networking and everything else. I'm yeah. not stressing, dude. It's just sucked. And then, but the thing is, like, I've been here being able to coach my kids in wrestling for the past fucking three months has been yeah. nuts, dude. Like, it's a shit ton of time that I've never 
really had to do. You but then you're going to be gone for four yeah, months filming four when the next thing the, comes around. Yeah, for the Mayans MCO, you're you know. gone for four months, yeah. not five months. But. So enjoy that time while you got it, man. That's it. Because we, like, with my job, you know, I'm up, it sucks every morning at four o'clock when I get up in the morning. But you know what? I get my kids from school every day. That's what's dope. Every single, like, I'm the one at the bus stop. I'm the one going to soccer practice with yeah. them. You know, I'm the one sitting down doing homework. Like, most dads don't get that shot. And yep. I don't, I don't uh, overvalue that time. Right. You know, it's special. You know, that's a crazy thing, man. I feel bad. So some of my buddies, you know, they, they, they love their, what they do and everything else. And I always think like, I used to be like that. I used to think like that, but like, I, I know I've missed out on so much of my kids' lives that now I'm like, I'm glad I had, I guess, the coming to Jesus or whatever you want to say, you right. know, that, that, that wake up call, like these fucking kids ain't got you in their lives very long, man. So while you have them, you better fucking be a good influence in their life and not just a fucking paycheck. Right. You know? You're a name on a certificate somewhere, you know? <laughs> You know, every time your your name is mentioned, it's this mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You dude. got good kids with it. You know, your kids picked up your sense of humor, though. Yeah, they did. You, you got you got good kids with good heads on their shoulders. You know, but they're all so different. Like even with mine, the two of them are so different that you got to invest in them in different ways. Yeah, and that takes a lot of energy and, and like yeah. mental all, exercise to be able like, to do. So to you have to be present in that moment, and that's the thing that the hardest thing that I had to learn was to leave work at work. Yeah. And when I come home, cause it's, and it's still tough. Like I yeah. still bring a lot of those stresses home, but to balance the office with the home and to put on my dad hat yeah. and to not be that like yesterday, I lost it on my kid cause I was stressed at work and everything was iced over at the house. And I spent two and a half hours trying to clean my damn driveway and get, I couldn't get my truck into my garage. Cause it's sliding. Cause it was just sliding down a driveway yeah. and I'm cussing and I, I get out and I kick the tires and my nine year old goes, why don't you just get a new truck, dad? <laughs> <laughs> And I looked at him and I was like, why don't you mind your motherfucking business? <laughs> and like my neighbor was standing right there and she's like, oh my God, was he talking to me? And like I had to go apologize to her later. I was like, no, I'm sorry. Man. I wasn't swearing at you. Yeah. Like, you know, that was just the stress of the day yeah. coming out. And I kind of unloaded on my kid for that. And that's not good for him. <laughs> no, dude. You know, I had to, I had to, I had to apologize to my kid for that. Right. I'm like, yo, look, you know. Bro, that's, that's like the, the crazy thing. They catch you off guard with shit and you're like. Not right now. <laughs> like, get away right. from me because you about to get kung fu hands, well, motherfucker. And, and my wife's out of town again. Oh, yeah. You know, so she's gone for four days so in Atlanta for work. So it's, you know, stress. single dad duty. Yeah. You know, so by the time like eight o'clock rolls around, I'm like, you need to go anywhere <laughs> but where I am. I don't care where in the house you go. It just needs to be a room that I'm not in right now. Dude, I, you know? I, like all the kids are pretty athletic besides I got one who's like an artist. But it took a while for me to accept that. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, bro, we didn't play a sport. Everyone plays two sports in this house. So it's just what we do. It's all right. good. He's like, I don't want to. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to? You got to play a sport. Like, play lacrosse. Bro, you just stood there. I was like, all right. I do this shit <laughs> just, You're an artist. Let me just go. Just <laughs> chasing, chasing butterflies. That's it, man. So no now, interest in playing. Now he's an artist. Dude. But, you know, like, but that's, I had to figure that out myself because I've been an athlete my whole life. I've been trying to push them to be all athletes and realize, like, they're all so fucking different, dude. That he's not an athlete. He's a fucking he's a creative. You know, uh -huh. he's a creative, and it's like I gotta allow him to do that shit, or else I don't want him to be fucking go to prison for because I didn't let him. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> daddy didn't love me he enough. Didn't love me. <laughs> he didn't let me drop butterflies, motherfucker. That the, the that chapter on balance in the book is is it was that yes that was that preach moment yeah. to me where it was like yep, and it's something because it was the it was the only thing too that's ongoing. Yeah. 
like all the other stuff, it was, you know, there's, there's lessons and principles and all the other right. lessons that you talked about, like hitting rock bottom and, and the decision making yeah. process and having a positive mental outlook on every situation yeah. and, and, and dealing with loss and dealing with tragedy. But that balance is a constant thing. For yeah, me. It's and a, it's every single day I got to try and refocus and remember that's that. The and that's why thing. it hit me so hard. That's the hardest thing is like, that's, it doesn't, once you get balanced, it doesn't stay that motherfucking way. Right. All of a sudden life it's hits a fight. you. Dude, when I was at, and I was in California doing the Mayans thing, I was struggling with that myself thinking like, damn, this sucks. I'm gone a lot and I don't like being gone that much. And I started thinking like, did I fuck up? Did I make the wrong decision doing this? Like, should I just fucking quit? Like, and I, dude, I kept fighting it. And you know, and Chris's like, no, it's fine. We're going to get through it. We'll figure it out. And then the summer came along mm -hmm. and all the kids came to California. I was like, all right, we're good again. But it was like, dude, there was definitely questioning like, fuck this whole thing, dude. Like everyone prays for this shit. Everyone's like, oh, I want to be an actor. I want to be this. Fuck no, you don't. When you right. see how much you're gone from your fucking family. It looks fun because, you know, you see the end product. They don't yeah. see all the other stuff. Like my wife always jokes and you've kind of seen it, Johnny, because you Such see what sports. goes on behind the scenes like you know how much work goes into producing the things that we do on the, yeah. on the radio she just thinks it sounds like i'm in there with my friend telling jokes Bro. and laughing and she doesn't realize like how much screening and how much mental effort and preparation and i have to decide where i want to lead the conversation and right i'm directing traffic and pointing like physically pointing at people dude, and, it's work dude and it comes out of the other end sounding like a bunch of friends talking in a room but I'm mentally exhausted by the end of it. It's the same though. Christy you know, sometimes like, says like, oh, you guys are just acting. It's not like, are you kidding me? That's emotionally You're just fucking, playing make-believe. Yeah, it's emotionally draining. As you sit there on the floor with, uh, <laughs> with what's his name's dead mom, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's, like, it's an emotional thing, dude. And it's, and it's, it's as much as it's not a physical work like it used to fucking tracking dudes for fucking miles. Right. No, dude, I'm emotionally sitting here invested in this career field, trying not to lose a fucking job and trying to earn my keeps and, 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 and show a good face for everyone. Even when all the shit back home is fucking up with kids are right. fucking, you know what I mean? I'm still trying to fucking show up to work and, but it's, it's acting. It's, it's real emotion in a false situation. Right. And the best actors can find that real emotion and apply it to those false. Every stress that you have at home, yeah. every fuck up that you ever made in your relationship, you know, all of that comes out for me on the radio. I'm sure for you, yeah, you know, dude. those frustrations come out on the screen when you're doing that stuff. And, and three months from now, be completely different. Yep. You know, three months from now, everything at home will be great and work life will be suffering. Yeah. And then you go, okay, I need to, this is great. I did good here. Now I got to focus some energy over here. And then you get work back onto where you want it to be and you realize you've neglected that other part of you and it's a constant walk back and forth across the scale yeah. to try and keep that balance. And it never ends. Right. And then, you know, you throw in kids and it makes it harder. Fucking I don't kids. know how you do it with all the kids you got. I got two and it's hard enough, man. It's tough. But I don't know how you do it with a starting basketball team. Uh, it's tough sometimes. <laughs> it's not too hard. I don't know. It's it's They all kind of have a regimen, dude. So it's, it kind of makes it easy. And you got mm -hmm. the older ones who kind of keep the younger ones in check sometimes. But... We have a lot of uh, personality freaking conflicts, you know what I'm saying? And that's the hardest part, you know, like my, my, my same boy, that one boy that's just tough, Hunter. Uh -huh. He's just always going to be tough. He's a tough kid. He's just like still conflicted on life, you know what I mean? And then you got Star who wanted nothing to do with wrestling and then all of a sudden she sees her sister's wrestling and says, I'll only wrestle if you coach me, dad. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And now she's doing good in wrestling. Crush but it. these weird like things that you, you're fighting, I'll tell you like Bell. But then the other side of that is, yeah. you know, your other older daughter now is emotionally struggling from yeah. the success of your, and now you gotta pay attention to that. Right, exactly. Know? She's seeing her sister have success, and she's not having success, so now there's this conflict in the household of them two sisters who are potentially gonna be wrestling for the same high school next year, 
And now I have to go and make sure I'm growing her mental capacity. Like, hey, you got to be mentally stronger. It's like, it's definitely like, it's, there's balance in that as well. There's balance in raising right. the kids just as much as there is as freaking keeping the, the principle that's in the chapter, though, in, in finding it, it, it carries over to so many different parts of life. Yeah. And that was the, that's why when I texted you that yeah. like, cause I had, ju- I literally, it was like laying in the bed at my in-laws house and finished it, stuck the thing in the, the bookmark in the book and closed the book. And it's near the end of the book, yeah, that yeah, chapter. I think it's one of the last chapters. And so, uh, and I picked up the phone and texted you and that out of everything in the book, that chapter on balance was the one that, dope. I that appreciate it, man. was dope to read. That's an easy book to read. Have you read it, Johnny? I got a copy at the house. I'll give you. I know. I know the author. I'll have him sign it for you. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not that I don't love you, but the amount that my brain is burned out with medical terminology and pharmacology right now, and everything in that was like, I don't. I'm not. I'm Are you not, going to school right now, Johnny? Yeah, I just got started. EMT school, and then now Johnny's going to school right now for EMT school, and then paramedic school too next, right? Paramedic school, and then sixty-eight whiskey, and then soccer. Boom. All the things. All the all the training you could potentially I'm do. I'm really going to be able to save the shit out of some people, but it's going to be a long time. Who's going to save you, though, Johnny? <laughs> huh? Who's going to save you, though? My beautiful baby. Hey. You probably guys can't hear Johnny at all, but. <laughs> <laughs> John's going through all kinds of medical courses right now. He was, uh, I just had him on the show the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, the, it was the last episode. No, the second to last episode, probably, before I went on vacation. Yeah, because you did, uh. Did the, the, the follow up, right? No. What? Um, Who do I have? The, guy, the fucking guy. The guy. <laughs> oh, did you have Clint, Clint Romisha? Clint, Clint Romisha. Yeah. He's dope. <laughs> he was a cool dude. I got to hang out with him a little bit at the barbershop. The guy who's. Yeah. Cool <laughs> the guy who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy's way cooler than Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> well, who isn't, though? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm what, certainly what not. What time is it? Oh, you gotta get. We're gonna get out of here and get the kids here soon, anyways. But, uh,. Let me, dude, I gotta I gotta hit these sponsors real quick, man. Do you got them? You have them pulled up now. You remember who they are? <laughs> Go ahead. Do you, do you know what sponsors I have? I have no idea. You got some gold shit. You got some protein shakes. Oh, the you gold. Security dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. You're welcome. <laughs> we appreciate you. Oh, that's so funny. GMR Gold is one. Yes. Definitely. Yo, I see his Instagram lives all the time. Dude, he's dope, dude. Yeah. GMR Gold. Um, he does like the, he'll do all like all the coins and yeah. talk about all like, and the, the little gold pieces yeah, and things. Yeah, the bullion box. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. He just sent The me, monthly subscription that they got. Yeah, he just sent me those, the, um, we went and got some gold for the kids for their stock, stocking stuffers. Oh, that's slick. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They don't even know what the hell to do with them, but they're like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, we're going to save it hopefully one day. Right. <laughs> yeah. We got them some cool coins. They look like they're from uh, like a damn pirate ship. Pretty badass, and then that's I'm getting the one like the one I wear around my neck. It's a Spanish piece of eight. Oh, that's dope, dude! Send me a picture of that later. I'm gonna send it to him. So that's this. That's a reproduction coin. I got it in Key West. That silver that that's made from actually sat at the bottom of the ocean for about 300 years. It sank on a Spanish treasure ship, and the actual coins are worth a buttload of money. You kidding me? The the silver bars that were on the ship were worth a little more than your regular silver because of the history, but. Yeah. They took the silver bars and made them into reproduction coins. And so that's what that is. Because the real coins are worth about $15,000 for a real, for a real Spanish from, piece of date. From the this is made from the same treasure hoard as yeah. that, but it's not. it wasn't pressed and minted by the Spanish. So. Jesus. Did you know that, Johnny? 
One more thing for you to learn. Get to know that, John. Okay? Put direct pressure on that. Okay? <laughs> Apply direct pressure Apply to that. Apply direct pressure to that. Okay? All right, guys, don't forget to go check out gmrgold.com. You have all your gold you ever need. Any questions, they have answers. If you want to sell it, you want to buy it, they can do it for you. Go check them out. What else? What's another sponsor of mine, Johnny? Metal uh, Force. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, fucking protein shaker. Protein guy. shaker. Protein it's shaker. Metal Force. Protein shakers that are better than normal I, protein shakers. I have your protein shaker at my desk at work, You guys by go the way. check them out. Cool. It's, it stinks so bad. Dude. He left it before Christmas, and it's been on my desk for like, yes. like oh it's got, like it's got some protein. What do you do with funk? those? Go, do you, you throw, throw them out? it away? Do you clean them or throw them out? Well, I'm a broke ass. <laughs> Yo, I have an, I have a protein shaker at the house that's clean. I can give you. I have an extra Metal Force one. You want one? I yeah, have it. At the, I'll bring you next time. Metal Force, and I'll put them on Instagram for all of my followers. There you go. Hey, you hear him? You hear him? Big, Big John Stud. Yo, and what about that Wooby hoodie though? Yo, I'm gonna shout out all <laughs> anything free that you give to Rocco and then he gives to me, I'll shout it on my Instagram with my followers that don't do <laughs> That's not a strong Yeah, pitch. that's not a strong that's pitch. Not, but, it's, not a, but it's honest. <laughs> Johnny Utah, Johnny Utah just letting you know, if you send me anything, yeah. he's he's going to put it on his Instagram. Cause Johnny Utah. You got a baby diaper company? Johnny, yeah, he's yeah. going to need some of that <laughs> real quick. You got, a, you, got a, you got a rash cream or something. <laughs> Johnny's about that. You have to get a onesie company. Uh, <laughs> I know there's some freaking dude out there making like tactical toddler. There is. Uh, there, there is. is. Some, there's some diaper bags. Yo, I'll try. Yo, there's some for real like tactical dad diaper the man bags. Spot you has yeah, man spot has one. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to hit you up with that one. Um, <laughs> it's like a full Molly like yeah, tactical da- dad diaper bag. Oh yeah, it's legit. It's, it is super dope, dude. You have to. Yeah. I mean, that's the dopest fucking thing, man. Bro, oh, I uh, used my 511 bag as a as a diaper bag. Some will be onesies. Some will be onesies. Dude, your your kid's going to be overheating, bro. No. <laughs> Not out right now. It's only like 22 degrees outside right now. September, we'll be Oh, yeah, that's funny. You guys also... <laughs> it's still hot in September. What are you talking about? It'll still be like 90 you, degrees in September. Have you checked out Core Medical Group yet? You, you, you can't, right? For what? Core Medical is the hormone replacement therapy. I don't think you need it, no, though. You I think can. you're good. I, I think it works. No, you, you, <laughs> you for sure can. We have guys... You, you guys in SF that are getting hormone treatments all the time. It's well, totally fine. Yeah, it, it helps a lot of guys with uh, TBI. Yeah. It helps yeah. a lot of guys. Bro, it's SF. We can do everything. <laughs> so like you, that you guys both look at me like I'm gonna give you the right of refusal. It's I like couldn't, I couldn't hang on a second. Him. It's like I hang on a second. <laughs> I couldn't hear what he said. Either way, you guys know Core Medical Group. Hey, check it out. There's there's some questions they've had. If you guys are interested in getting your blood work done, you don't have insurance. They have they have a rate for you that you can go get your blood work done for a certain rate. I don't know it off the top of my head. Um, they do a hormone replacement therapy for all kinds of different hormones, not just testosterone. Things like vitamin B and whatnot. Um, you can get that tested anywhere in the United States. There's test facilities that'll do your blood work and send it to them and they can get it checked and they can ship it directly to your house. So understand you don't have to live in a certain area that has a facility there for you. You just have to get your blood work done. And once they see if you have any deficiencies in your blood work, they will send you what you need at a very low rate. It's actually one of the cheapest places you can do it if your insurance doesn't cover it. So I think I think it's somewhere around, and, and you know what? I'm not even gonna throw a number because I'll fuck them over if I say right. <laughs> you know say a low number. And be like that's not true. But uh, go check them out, Core Medical Group. Uh, if you guys have questions, hit me up. Temple Fifty Seven. Temple Fifty Seven just did a merger, so I, I'm gonna get the new information. But Temple Fifty Seven is still doing personal security down in Southern California. 
Um, they just merged with, damn it. I'll get that information next week. I don't even think it's live yet. But they're the ones who, remember that job, those two uh, security jobs over here? They're the ones who opened that job up here. And so any other security jobs locally, if I'm not working, it's to be me and you, Johnny Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing personal security. Can I come play? For sure. <laughs> Hey, could you imagine the three of us walk into a room though? Like the, the pay just that day, our, just our presence though, Dude, is that, gonna de- de- defer the, any kind of. The pay that day was conflict. like thirty an hour. It was really? so crazy. I was like, yes, no. holla hey, at your bull. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> is there is there anyone out there that needs personal security here in the Salt Lake City, Utah area? Hit me up. We'll right? get a contract going with Temple Fifty Seven. <laughs> Vince is the little one in this group. Just remember that. Little, okay? I am definitely the little one in the group. <laughs> Crazy how that works. Yeah, but he looks the most intimidating. True. <laughs> it's just neck tattoos. True. <laughs> you got them where they show too. Yeah. Yeah, you got them where they show. You don't have them on your hands or your neck though. Yeah, you have. The, you have. My, the, I can. I can cover mine up with a basic dad golf shirt. There so you go. I can, I can be incognito. That's it. As soon as we just scratch a little bit. Have you had Willie Peach chocolate yet? <laughs> What's that? Willie Peach chocolate? Shit, I got to sign his book and send it to him. I forgot. I have his book. He sent me my book and I have to send it to him. But have you had Willie Peach chocolate? I haven't. I know you have some down at the shop. Next time you're there, go check that out. I'm going to have to grab, have to grab a bar. Grab one. I'll pay for it. Just let me know. You're going to be there oh, Friday? We go swing over there. I might go there Friday too then. So let's, if well, you get. <laughs> yeah, we'll go over there. I'll go too. I'll see you guys there. All then. right. So we'll, we'll plan that. Like 10 and change. Yeah, that works. When I get off the air or something like that. Yeah, like 10 30 we'll over there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking A. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look I, I, when Clint went in there, like, and ha- he, I mean, he went from be- having like the full beard down to his chest to being clean shaven. Bro. I didn't recognize the dude when he stood up. Dude, he looked like a child. He, I mean, he looks so young. Faced. I know. Because we were joking about taking him down to the recruiting office and like, <laughs> <laughs> they like you know, been, sign this guy up. And they wouldn't know who he was. That would you know, so funny, I dude. Mean, he said it had been, what, how, like how many years since he'd dude, been clean shaven? Since the day he actually got the, his reward, he thinks he was, that was the last that time, last he, time he shaved. Yeah. His reward. His reward. His medal. His medal of honor. Reward. Oh, that. His certificate. <laughs> his certificate. <laughs> his AAM. His, his blue ribbon of participation. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right, guys. I got to get you a microphone. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, Not sure I'm gonna have on next. I was trying to get someone local. There's there's a couple local athletes out here. I'm gonna try and get on. But uh, if you guys need anything, let me know. Video Rock Podcast. We're out of here. Bye.